This is Dave Chang. And Chris Ying. We are the hosts of Recipe Club. You may have listened to it before, but we are now back on the air, new and improved, with the same hosts that lose every week. I still don't know what the rules are because they've changed as well. Chris, can you give a quick rundown? Every week, we debate the best way to cook the things you want to eat. We take a user, listener, submitted recipe, and we all cook it with our friends, Priya Krishna, Rachel Kong, Brian Ford, and John DeBerry. And then we talk about what went right and what went wrong. No, I actually really don't want to do this podcast. (laughs) And they are hardly our friends. They are enemies. They are enemies. It's Dave's civil disobedience. If you want to see Dave Chang in an act of civil disobedience, tune into Recipe Club where he will not follow the recipe. I'm contractually obligated (laughs) to make this podcast. (laughs) But I'm here to have a good time. So listen to Recipe Club every week on the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Welcome to the Ringer Reality TV Podcast. I'm Juliette Littman, reunited with my bachelor party pal, Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello, I missed you so much. I missed you too. It's been a few weeks, but we've got a lot to catch up on. Specifically today, we are here to discuss episodes one through five of season five of Selling Sunset. What a, what a world this is. I, I kind of like can't believe we're in season five of this show. And it's um like, I'm like, what even happens on this show? I can't even tell you. They are knocking these seasons out. Like, they really are. Do, I think they must film... 10 out of 12 months a year. I think they probably show us a lot of stuff, not in order. It's a little bit harder for them to do that now because there's so much press attention, as, which is also now covered in the show. But it's it's pretty wild. I mean, also, Chriselle, you know, posted... She announced she and Jason on in social media like well, long okay. before the show. Um, yeah, now they're oh, broken you mean up too. Both. They yeah. announced they were together and broken <laughs> yeah. up before the, the show came out. The entire duration of their relationship has occurred before this show, which now premiered on April 22nd. So there's like so much to cover and the in the real world is um, intruding more than ever. And I mean, there's just so much. Do you like this show? I actually really like it, but I love looking at houses in general. I, to your point, what really is the show? It's more about these characters than their actual job. 
which it's supposed to be about the job. And I think it, originally it definitely was more about the job, right? Like we definitely yeah. saw more houses and more real estate lingo happening season one. Now, like we want to know about Chriselle, like, is Christine even a real estate agent? Like, I know it's a great question. Yeah, there's, there's, there's way more happening um, outside of the office now. Seriously, we're gonna go through all these storylines. We'll talk about some of the houses, some of the weirdness of the season, how they shoehorn all this stuff together when clearly, like, a lot of it is cannot be real. Like, um, Vanessa just like being like, yeah, I have no listings, but here I am at the staff meeting. (laughs) (laughs) We'll come back to that. But let's start with the biggest story of the season so far. Jason and Chriselle, season one, episode one, they're they're coming in hot. They're in Greece. And they're just a really weird couple. Are you surprised by what they're like together? Like, what were you expecting based on the press coverage and what we know of them? Uh, I thought they were going to be like way more all over each other. I think they actually like kept it pretty normal. Yeah. Like we didn't see anything that was crazy. They actually seemed super happy, like shockingly happy. I know. He, it was, it was actually a different side of him, I thought. Yeah. In the beginning, when they're in the pool and they're talking, first of all, like I was just so distracted by how, how Chriselle and Mary were sitting when they were sitting poolside. Like they clearly were uncomfortable, but they didn't want to hunch over because they didn't want to look bad on camera. Rolls. They didn't want rolls. Yeah. (laughs) Which, like, who who can't relate? But they're so skinny that it's like, it's just like, I can't believe they're still worrying about it. They looked really great, both of them, very high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like sitting down rolls are perfectly fine. You can't yeah, judge com- somebody for you can't judge someone for having roles while sitting. But, completely normal. Okay. Also, you, I don't judge someone for having roles while standing. It's just yeah. like <laughs> good point. Good <laughs> they, point. They clearly were just uncomfortable and very aware of the cameras. But um, did you notice at one point he Jason like waves to her across the pool and he's like hi, like very like mushy, <laughs> and I was just like weird. I wasn't expecting that side of Jason. He seems he seems particularly enamored. Um, yeah, also, you've kind of only seen this, like, playboy Jason and Brett seems like they just, like, you know, one woman in, one woman out type of turnstile we got going with them. So, to see him, it seems like he was, like, very serious and very happy and wanted to make her happy. Um... I think if she didn't so badly want to have kids and he was like, no, then maybe they'd still be together. Probably. I just, I guess, like, I think a kid is something that you can't really like. Like, I don't want a guy to, like, be like, fine, I'll have a kid with you. Yeah. You have to both like, want it. It's a pretty I big will deal. say that if the guy is a good person, you would think when the kid came... He'd be into it. <laughs> they'd be into it. Yes. But it's still so much work. So there has, like, resentment would just form. Even if he, yeah. like, loved the kid to death, if he didn't want it... He's just going to be like, Ugh, this is my life now. I think she probably made the right choice for him, for her. But he seems, he seems really into her. And she seems like, she seems happy too. I mean, it seems like she has said this in like every interview. Just a completely different kind of relationship for her. So yeah. I think she's been enjoying that. Could you date someone shorter than you? No, I would feel, not because I, I have any problem with short guys. Well, I guess I do have a problem with them. It's not like a bias <laughs> against them, but I would feel so huge. Like, it like it's make, your your it's, insecurity, it's not insecurity. something wrong with them. Yeah. yeah, it's not about them. It's my own insecurity. And so I definitely could not. Um, and when they're at the party, the, which we'll come back to, the um, 
CNC party, Chelsea and Christine, Couture and Caviar, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I was Shit, like, heels it was, on. It was like really noticeable. And I was like, yeah. wow, I, I would personally feel really uncomfortable. But I will say it makes me like him more that he's just like, fuck it, I don't care. Who cares? Yeah. I have gone back and forth on this so much because you know what I'm going to say. I am tall. Um, <laughs> Wait, you are? I never heard you say that before. <laughs> so I feel like growing up, I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Because there's just isn't guys taller than me. Like there's there's just yeah. not like a plethora of them like running about. Um, but I really liked this guy when I was like 24, 23, 24, maybe. I might mm-hmm. mess up my age. So whatever. Anyways. He's probably not and listening. If he is, sorry. He's definitely, he's definitely not listening. Um, <laughs> but I really, really liked him. Like to this day, great guy. I would hook, I would set him up with any of my friends because I think he'd be an amazing like partner or husband. Like cannot tell you one thing wrong with him. I couldn't get over the height thing. Yeah, I, I, I get it. And again, for me, it's not about him. It's about myself. Like and how I, how I feel about my own stature and body or whatever. So I guess shout out to them. I I, I th- actually like, I'm surprised that I do like them together. I think they're like Me pretty, too. pretty sweet. And they, I, you know, the Mary thing about her becoming the boss, I want to talk about her skills, but that's good kind of, I wonder if he also did that because of the relationship with Chriselle. Probably not, but it was convenient that he's like around less when he's dating someone in the office. So that's good. Yeah, I do think that they... I think this was a formula for disaster. Like it could have gone really bad and I could have hated them together. <laughs> yeah. And I did it. I thought they were totally fine. They even like, there was times where Chriselle wanted him to do something and like, he still was like, I'm going to make my own decisions. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I just, I didn't see any problem with it. I just don't really know how it works now. Like next season, how, how's that going to work? I have no idea. And like, yeah, can they, can they be together? Or like, can they, I don't know how, how that works either. Who knows? Um, aside from that, in, in Greece, the absolute weirdest part of their vacation, they're like, not just the vacation, but the vacation scenes, was that Brett's girlfriend, Tina, is also there, and they don't name her. Like, they never put her name on screen. <laughs> it's so strange. I mean, I feel like you see her a couple times throughout, and it's You do. It's so they random. for dinner, too. Yeah. She'll, she'll just, like, randomly talk. It's so weird. They broke up already. They broke up the same week. Um, Jason and Chrishell oh, did. I didn't know they broke up. Her name's Tina Louise. She owns. She's a uh, Liz Kelly, and I looked into her in our preview pod. She is from Australia. She owns two taco places in LA. They're vegan, of course. She has like a lot of Instagram followers. Um, I, I looked up on Instagram when it, it like first came, when the Chrishell news just came out, and you saw like pictures of all of them, and I just like clicked through her Instagram, and I mean. She was cute. I just was, I thought it was weird that they would like randomly have like her say one word. It, it was like so zero, weird. zero character, devel- character development, which I guess she's out of the picture now. So who cares? Well, this is another thing. Brett doesn't work at the Oppenheim group. So, but he's <laughs> randomly there. But he's just there. They just pretend he does for the show. But then, like, when Mary gets the promotion, they're like, thanks, Jason. Like, for functional things like promotions, like the org chart. They don't pretend he works there. But for other things like giving Chrishell the listing, they do pretend he works there. It's inconsistent and just very weird. But he can still give Chrishell the listing. Yeah, then? sure. Yeah, he yeah. could. But like, is that a co-listing? I don't know. It's really confusing. They won't speak on it. And like, I'd, I'd love to hear more. I really, I really wish they would. I, I mean, in general, Brett is usually in the show less. But it seemed like he had a good, he had a good chunk this year. Yeah, he's in it a lot more. But I think because of the Chrishell storyline, because of, 
him giving her that house or whatever. I still can't really tell them apart. Their voices do sound different, but... It's something with their eyes that like sets them apart. You know, another thing I was going to say on the height thing that I forgot to say, it's one thing for like a six foot woman to be with a 5'11 man. Yeah. But, like Chriselle's like, what? 5'4"? Five, five, five? Yeah. yeah. Not a lot. Like how tall are they? I think they're really short. I think like close to five feet. <laughs> I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, she can't be that tall. When you see her with Justin Hartley, he's 5'3". So yeah, that's, that's very short. Whatever. Um, do you also... I mean, they're do doing you, great. I um, I looked into their wealth. I talked about this with Liz too. But like they... I noticed they had the pillows that say like Oppenheim Group established like 1889. And I was very confused by that. And that's because their great... Grandpa, great, great right? grandfather was yeah like a big developer. You did you know that? I never knew that for some reason. I knew that when I went to their website randomly <laughs> while watching. <laughs> and there's a little brief history lesson on the website if you'd like to check it out. Yeah, it's all about the development of Hollywood. It's, it's great yeah. stuff. I I also I liked that they started the season with Jason and Chriselle and then kind of moved on. I wouldn't say I love that they moved on to like more Christine fighting, but I'm glad the whole season is not just about them. No, it's not at all. I thought I, they did a decent job like mixing in everyone's storylines. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, <laughs> there's some notice, notable exceptions that we'll get to. But let's talk about all the Christine stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, she is really something. So, clearly, like, if I had to ask you, does Christine work at the Oppenheim group, what would you think? No. <laughs> She only has the one listing that we're aware of, the co-listing with Chelsea. Is that a listing? I'm not really sure. We is didn't it? see her show it. That's true. So far, no one's been All they actually... did was throw a party. <laughs> what, no one really knows what the party is. That's a, that's a great point. Um, this season, only three people did we see sold houses, right? Um, we Emma saw... carried that load for sure. Yes, Emma definitely did. Uh, Chriselle has the the two digit listing. Um, I'm and trying to Chelsea. Think. Yeah, she's had her che- client. Chelsea had her client. Um, that oh, bought D- Davina the had the fight someone. with her her former friend. That was a hilarious scene to me. I loved it. The one who was like, "You haven't done anything to put this house in the market," and then she's yes, like, "Davina's yes. like, well, you ghosted me." <laughs> that was great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait. We're we're getting off Christine for a second, but that Davina argument just led me to this. Are we with Christine and I guess that Davina fight too? Like, are we missing half of the conversation or is she just, is she scripted? Because like, no one can be this crazy. I think what's happening is she, they're primarily mad at her for things that she's done in the press. And so, no, 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 for sure. But like her responses seem nuts. so insane that I'm like, and there it, has and to like be mean. more that they edited out. Like even her being like, well, well, that's a joke. And if you don't think that's funny, I'm like, what? there's no joke. You're just an asshole. I know. But, she, like, ba- she, like, she backtracked on that really fast. She like laughs. She like says things that are just... I mean, I feel like she's not in the same world that we're all in. Like it's impossible to argue with her because... She doesn't like yeah, she, get not re- normal not realistic. things. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, that can't be possible. She's not like 
I mean, she has friends, right? I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Really understand. I'm not sure she has friends. She has Chelsea, but clearly they just like casted Chelsea to be her um, ally because she needed. But I mean, one. like in real life, does she have I, friends? I, this I'm a, not sure a, that she does. Is this a character? That's what I want to know. Is this a character, or is this really her? And this is how she is. Does she really dress like this day in and day out? I do see on Instagram that she does for Instagram, but like, is that real? Like. I have no idea what she looks like without makeup. Like, if I saw her without makeup, I think I would be shocked. Um, you know, like, who who knows? Do you think she's a real person? Like, do you think this is her really who she is? Um, I think that she really wants to be famous. And I think one of the reasons her responses are so bizarre on the show is because, like, she's negotiating how to play a character while also, like, doing things that are, like, quasi-defensible and quasi-true. And so I think she's, like, happy to be the villain and happy to lean into a lot of these fights. But then I think it does become too much. And when she's, like, being questioned on things, like, directly, she seems to break down. Because when Mary... Excuse me. When she and Mary went out to lunch, she sort of, like... That was, like, who is this Martian? Like, is she speaking the same language? At the party, when Amanda was, like, really going at her, she got really upset. Um, She called them... Monsters and like yeah, she the monsters. stormed off crying. Even even that to me, I'm like, is this is this her like acting debut? Like, what are you talking about? She's like, you well, guys are all monsters and like storms off. And I'm like, I, I you think basically all of this. I think basically everything about her on the show is fake. Like almost everything because I looked into this. Like nothing she has said about her husband is true. She oh. the way that she dresses is like. The tackiness is it's it's not even like showy or like Beverly Hills fancy, but like the constant labels of it's, Gucci. It's just God. It's so gross. Like it doesn't even it doesn't even look good. Like it's just there's, such an absurd a, obsession with that. And like there's a way to do that that's like fashionable, but like showy. She's just Dorit. straight up tacky. Yeah, like Dorit. Yeah. I was gonna say she reminds me of like a Walmart Dorit. Obviously not Walmart because she's wearing brands, but like Dorit is a little too and like I I love a good high fashion. Like I I'm I'm not someone who's like oh I dress in Target. Like I'm not gonna pretend to be that person. I'm not. I I, I love designer clothing, but the way Dorit dresses is like too much for me. Like it's a little bit too many. Mm-hmm. You have to know what I'm wearing. Type too many of thing. labels. Yeah. Yeah, and I like labels, but like. I can't wear like Louis on Louis on Louis on Louis on Louis like Dorit does. But the way Dorit puts it together looks like, oh, she's like going for yeah. a moment. The way Christine puts it together, I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, it's like West Hollywood trash. It's so... I I hate it. Like the outfit she wore to get... uh, Like the workout outfit she wore when she and Chelsea were like having coffee at some rooftop or whatever. She was wearing some brand head to toe and then like put on the jacket. And I was like, this is like ridiculous. I think it was, I think it was uh, Vers- Louis Vuitton. Oh, it was Louis Vuitton. I think. Was it, was it Versace? Uh, maybe. I don't, I don't even know. But even I like mean, Dorit, to your point, like Dorit will wear like a really um, like classic like tweed dress and sh- you'll still know that it's like Gucci or something like that. But she also wears like classic outfits that a person might wear. Nothing Christine does is realistic and obviously yeah. requires like hours upon hours of putting it together. But like, how do you like? Is she? It's a lot of money. It's a lot. I know. Of money. I, I don't. Her get outfits. It. Are, her outfit. Her outfits probably average around ten k. I mean, I, I have 
that is like so incomprehensible to me. <laughs> like, I, I, is it loans? Is it you? Like, they don't rent like stuff. I don't. Yeah, know. like those brands don't loan very. It's so. I mean, not to not to Christine Quinn. They they, they loan to Kim Kardashian. They're not. Right. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> right. I, 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 I don't get I it. Don't I really don't. Because some of it be knockoffs. Like it seems like Christine no, would never. But at this point, uh, I don't think that on TV you're gonna wear knockoffs. I think it could be secondhand. Like she's buying from the real real or something. But even that is still not inexpensive. Like I know. I I, I need to see her tax return. I really don't get it either. It's but like, I don't know what her husband does. So he um. She said he went to MIT. He did not. He worked at MIT. Um, and <laughs> uh, apparently he's like a tech entrepreneur. He did start a company that was sold to Grubhub. He, he and two other people. I don't know what he does now. There's like very little information. He goes by an assumed name on the show. I, I don't know. He, he's like pretty shady. It's fine. I mean, you know. But he makes she- money, right? I mean, their house they were in was like $2 million, $3 million, right? Yeah, something like that. That, I, one, I don't know. that one year they like showed it. I think it was maybe last season. Who knows if that's before. true though? That's the uh, central, uh, yeah, central problem of the show is that like so much seems fake and Christine is so over the top that it's hard to believe any of it's actually I reality. I think that some people, you know, some of it is fake. Like they, the Christine stuff obviously is so bizarre that like, I think you sit there, all the scenes that she's in, like when the scene's over, I'm sitting there like, wait, what? Is that real? Is that like, is she serious? It's so hard to tell. But then there's people like Chris Shell that... I mean, look, everyone has flaws, whatever. But like, I do think she's like showing us who she is. Like, I do think she's in the house that she lives in. I do think she has this relationship with Jason. Like, I don't think any of it's yeah. fake. I, I think... I believe that too. And like when Amanda gets so mad at Christine at the end of the CNC party... Or she's not like so mad, but she's like so exasperated. I'm like, oh, that's real too. Like, she is really frustrated. But I think the central issue is that the things they're mad at Christine for, none of it happens on camera. Because A, they don't interact with her yeah. except for the show. And B, they're mostly mad at her for like talking to TMZ. Like she's basically yeah. become the Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump of the show. Yeah. She's, successful. I mean, she 100% is like commenting. And then like, she doesn't apologize for any... Like, why do you want to be so close to uh, Heather and then talk about her marriage at, at, like to TMZ? In what world do you <laughs> think you're going to be friends with her? I know. It's just like a mean thing to do. It is super, super bizarre. I mean, it it's just ridiculous. But, you know, so I guess like the main fights they've had, or Christine's had like several sit-downs, basically. She had the one with Heather where she was an hour late, which was hilarious. I love how there's no COVID in the show except for when they go to restaurants and there's no one else around. And you're like, oh, okay, they, they cleared it. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, oh, okay, this is the shooting. So she's an hour late for Heather. Her, and Heather seems like legit really mad at her. And then there's the CNC party, as we've been discussing, where she doesn't apologize for trashing Heather's wedding and baby shower. Um, and that's what Amanda gets so mad at her for. And then Mary walks off. And then my favorite fight is her and Mary sit down because Mary literally leaves as Christina's still eating. And I'm just like, what the fuck? How long was she there for? How long did this go on? <laughs> I also like watching her argue with people. I think Heather by far did the best job at the argument. Like she stuck to her points. Christine would say something crazy and like she didn't get worked up about it. Like I felt like Heather was just like, you're nuts. I'm not going to entertain that. And when Christine was like, oh, I really want to be your friend, but then would say something else, Heather would be like, yeah, no, you can't. You're not saying shit like that if you're going to be my friend. Right. Um, like, I just think she handled it really well. 
Mary gets very emotional. Yeah. Mary, there's something deep there. I guess because they were roommates. Really close. I, yeah. Yeah. And Mary just gets like really, really upset. She just I think I think Mary's like actually hurt by things. Yeah. I, but I agree. also, who was Christine before this show? Because in what world is she your roommate? <laughs> like Mary seems like pretty normal. Uh, does she? Compared I don't know. to Christine? I think she was an aspiring actress, if I rec- if I recall correctly from what I've researched. Uh, I'm pretty sure she was just like trying to do the LA thing. Oh gosh. She I think she was modeling and like, you know, like so many people moved out to LA. Uh yeah, she and she was a model. Yeah. I, think I lived in she was also um in some like just like, you know, really budget movies too. Random. Like, yeah. Yeah. Both of us lived in LA for a while. Watching this show outside of LA, you are it's like just like what the hell? It's like it, it doesn't seem real. Honestly, I, I asked our producer Devin this earlier. I was like, are, are you offended by the portrayal of Los Angeles in this show? <laughs> because Devin's from LA. And I would be. Like, I would just be like, this is so detrimental to people who try to make LA known as a normal place. Because it is. Most people who live there are just normal, regular yeah, people. Yeah, I was going to say, I do think that there is this, right? Like, I think that's why yes. you get like, kind of like, ugh, by watching it, even though I like the show. But, there is like a huge chunk of LA that is like this. Yes. In yeah. certain areas. But there's also like the entire West Side. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the entire East Side. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like so super like, like past... Yeah. Yeah. But even even like... And then like the San Gabriel Valley is just like a yeah. totally different thing. Like It's just... It definitely does a disservice to Los Angeles. It's actually, north, south, east, west of where this chunk is is pretty great. Yeah, it's a great city of <laughs> great people, great food. This just makes it seem like a total bizarro world. And it's it's really bizarre. <laughs> um, and then, you know, they bring in someone like Chelsea. And they're like, Chelsea's from Manhattan Beach. She's really going to open everything up. And like, I always find that kind of thing funny because... Manhattan Beach is still part of LA, but it is actually really far and inaccessible it from is where far. the Oppenheim group is. Like the Oppenheim group is like basically landlocked, like in the dead it's center. On sunset. Yeah. Yeah. And Manhattan Beach is like probably like an hour, 20 minutes. Sunset and La Cienega is where the Oppenheim group is. Yeah. And it's like probably 45 minutes to an hour away from there. <laughs> yeah. In LA. <laughs> traffic with traffic yeah. it could like be an hour and a half it's yeah. far <laughs> but i will say real estate wise like manhattan beast is like there's so like expensive. A, there's like 1a 1b 1c 1d it's in it's one of those it's really expensive it's not two it's in the ones love manhattan beach it's lovely yeah me too i am sh- like sh- chelsea does not come off as a manhattan beacher no not at all <laughs> i guess Neither really does her husband. I don't really understand her husband, but good luck on Tinder. One date and they just hit it off. Yeah, that's actually amazing luck on Tinder. Yeah. Happy happy for her. I do feel like now that dating apps have been around for a while, like more and more people you find being like, oh, we met on an app. Oh, absolutely. At this point, yeah. So many people meet on apps. And I think it's also... It works because you both are there with the same expectation of like, I am looking for a relationship. So it's yeah. not a lot of like, not a lot of back and forth Guessing. over who wants what. Yeah. Yeah. Fewer games, more direct. 
So that always makes sense to me. But what did you think about the integration of Chelsea into the show? Like they clearly, and I, I regret using the word integration because um, she's the first black. Oh or, yeah. Although I think Amanda is uh, black. Yeah, is black. For sure. Um, but she is the first. She says she's of Nigerian descent, and um, they just definitely sort of, like, first African. Yeah, um, they pl- plop her in. Um, I actually liked her ninety nine percent of the time. Um, she also was like I doing her thing. Hate that she had to come in through Christine. Like I feel like they had to do that because they had to give Christine a reason for even being there. Because what else yeah. did she do? Um, like I feel like if she came in through Mary, Heather, Chriselle, literally anyone else, <laughs> or as just like this is a really talented agent, let's hire her, or like Jason, like someone applying for a job or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like how did they add Vanessa in? That's a whole other story. I mean, Vanessa is like a joke. She's... I, I don't even know why they included her in season five. This because, season? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't get it either. But I'm saying like last season when she came on, it was kind of just like, oh, a new realtor starting, right? Yeah. It wasn't like my friend. Yeah. It, right? I, I guess because they wanted to... Yeah, that's correct. I think because they wanted to establish that this was Christine's friend and ally to like give her one person to confide in and, and like yeah. have scenes with. Because... Otherwise, Christine doesn't interact with anyone. It's just her and Chelsea and then her various like one-on-ones. But she's she's really like not spending time with these women at all. No, not in a group, for sure. Not in a group setting. And when she does, she acts ridiculous. I know. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What did you think about um, everyone's anger over her sending the giant heart rose display to Heather's shower? I mean, I think... I think it's valid, right? Like, I don't think... I wouldn't get, like, angry about it. But, like, if you know all the context, like, she wasn't invited to the shower. She has said fucked up things about their marriage. It's just disrespectful to send that large of a flower (laughs) arrangement to someone else's shower that you weren't invited to and have said like horrible things about their husband. It's just like, if it weren't so huge, it would be like incredibly passive aggressive. But because it was so large, it's just aggressive. Yeah, it's aggressive. (laughs) And I I, I was just mostly impressed out of how much mileage they got out of that from for like plot (laughs) plot reasons. I I thought Amanda's response was best where she was like, all you had to do was send her an arrangement to her home. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> are you read, sending send- a giant thing to her bridal shower? I'm a big, big advocate for um, sending car- note cards, like personalized note, thank you, or thinking of you, or like celebrating your friends to get a new job or having a baby, whatever. She could just Yeah, you've that. sent me multiple gifts like that. Well, I, that was I like appreciate it. Slightly different. That was like one for you and one for your child. Okay. I know, but <laughs> still, like, you know, like, it's nice for things like if you have a kid, if you get married, to send just like something personal, not, like, not a $2,000 bouquet. Yeah. 2000 but, like, but that was more. That's stupid. Yeah, thing. probably more. Um, but like, even like just like a 
it could be five dollars with yeah. a note, and that's nice. It's like exactly. thinking of you. It's just the thought. It's just like the thought, you know, yes. or like thinking about what some this person might actually want instead of just like something ridiculously showy to make it about yourself. But I, I was just I couldn't believe how much how much they talked about this afterwards. So. <laughs> I loved it. It was completely, it was completely nuts. I actually like Heather this season, though. This is the most I've ever liked Heather. She seems to have like the most. Happy. She's happy. She also like has like some point of view, but she's another one who basically doesn't work at the Oppenheim group. She's like, I haven't really been around. What's happening at work? Like she lives yeah, in Orange. Also, she lives in Orange County with her her husband. Well, now they have an Orange County office, so maybe she'll pop in there more. But uh, did she have a single house? Mm-mm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like she doesn't actually. She work went there. to one of Mary's listings with the client. Yeah. Also, Maya lives in Miami. Also, doesn't work there. Like, <laughs> but yeah. But like, there's just like a bunch of people on the show who just don't work there. I think they need to figure out a way to work more people in, so it does still feel like it's about the Oppenheim group and less about this cast. Like, where's Kate Gallivan? Where is from Kate the, from The Bachelor? We want Kate. Okay, but this also brings up the point of like what a real what a real real estate office, like how it operates and what it looks like. To From my knowledge, which is not a lot, probably mm-hmm. like bare minimum. So I could be totally wrong. But it seems like most of my friends who are real estate agents like work for a brokerage, but like they go into the office randomly. Like they don't need to be in the office for anything, right. especially now, like especially post COVID, especially like with all the apps and everything, like computers and stuff, like you don't need to be in the office. So most people like, are just doing their own thing. They get paid off of commission, not hourly. So like they don't need to be in the office. Right. And so basically they go in... Basically, I think the way it works is you have to work for a brokerage and then you get like your own real estate license. And then the broker gets like a percentage of your sales essentially. Yes. And like they like arm they give you money for like marketing and yes. like basically they like, give you infrastructure and then as a result you give them um a percentage, percentage. of your sales. Yes. So yes, that's correct. Like there's no reason really to be at the Oppenheim group except for filming or like some one off meetings or like the meeting when when they bring in that guy. When I think um Emma brings in the the architect to explain like oh, yeah. what she could do with the house the re- or whatever. Remodel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's true. But, you know, they need to evolve the show to get more people involved so they're not, like, beholden to just one storyline about Christine, basically. I don't know, like, should Christine continue on this show? No. I want Christine off. Because like, it's also, this is boring. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather like, know more about the weird empanadas of, like, other I... side businesses of people. Would rather know how Emma flies private everywhere and also would rather want to see seven more houses. Me too. Give give me more real estate. I did really like the caviar and couture house though. Like, and I don't love (laughs) modern houses. That one was really cool. I like semi-modern. I don't like the outside to look too modern. It was just too much glass inside. There's not enough privacy. Like if you have like kids and stuff. I mean, I guess it's not really a house you have children in, but no, I didn't love it. How do you think Mary's doing as a boss? I mean, okay. I do think... I don't think she's doing poorly. The Christine situation, like, not handled great. Not as a boss. It's not, like, not how you handle it. She's getting too emotional. She needs to... Too emotional. pull together. Um, But, otherwise, like, she has been, like, trying to hold people accountable a little bit, making sure people are working. Like, I think she's doing fine. She's been there the longest. They 
Jason clearly trusts her. Yeah. She's um, well, they're they're co-parents of, of a dog together. Yeah, so of course I don't he think her. yeah, I don't think that she would do I don't think that she would like make a decision that would hurt the brokerage. Yeah. She cares too much. The rest of them probably would. Right. Right, right. I'm not saying they're going to, but like I don't think that they put the brokerage as important. Like in their priority list, the brokerage is not like one, two, or three. And for Mary, it's probably two. It also seems like she actually is a successful real estate yeah. broker. Like I, I think she's actually good at what she does. Or at least... It seems like... Building up. She is. Yeah. Emma seems to be doing a lot. Yeah. And Chriselle seems to be doing a lot just at a lower price point. I can't tell with Emma. I, let's <laughs> let's talk about Emma. I really can't tell like what's going on with her finances and like as you said, like the empanada business flying back and forth to Boston. Like, are we sure she's really doing real estate? Like, it's kind of confusing. I don't get it. I no, we're not sure because we don't know what's real <laughs> and what's fake. But it seems like on. The updates, she has a lot going on. Like in the office, she has a bunch of updates. It's true. I, That's I a good point. forgot about her um empanada business. No, how could you? Um, no, I I forgot like when she when her and Micah were talking about her like upbringing, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, where is your money coming from? I thought her parents gave her money. I think they did too. I mean, it's possible that um it, it's that's where things change. Yeah, or things change, but her family is from the packaged goods, packaged food world. Like, that's why she's able to start the empanada business. So I thought she was already rich from Boston, but maybe we're wrong. But didn't, to, didn't she say in the that. show, like... Her mom didn't have a they lot. They were, like, barely making ends meet? Yeah. So, like, when did that change? I don't know. It's a great question. I, so I, now I you're flying private everywhere? Seems like a large jump. And also, where is like, she going? Like, that she has to fly so much. I don't know. But also flying private isn't like a $5,000, like very wealthy, I don't know if wealthy is the right word, very rich people like fly private X amount of times a year. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Well, I I uh, I just looked this up in a magazine called Real... It's, for, it's from realestatebyboston.com. And apparently Jason and Brett convinced her to get her real estate license after they sold her house and like thought she seemed really smart. So who who knows? <laughs> I don't I don't know what else this is how else she gets her money, but um she said she started investing when she was a teenager, learning about the stock market from a family for whom she babysat. And from there she was able to help her family grow the seafood company that her grandfather started called Yankee Trader Seafood. So Yankee does not Yankee. sound like a Yankee. Oh. I was like, Yankee <laughs> is not a shrimp that I want to have. Oh my God. I don't, yeah, me neither. Uh, hard, Yankee. hard agree. Other people from the show this season that are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Davina? Everyone's back in on Davina, apparently. She's just in the crew. I, I, I don't think I have an opinion on Davina. Oh, interesting. I don't dislike her anymore. I disliked her for a um, while. Many people hated her. Yeah, I don't anymore. It's kind of just like, whatever. She's trying really hard. I don't think... Obviously, she wants people to like like them, which, by the way, when when uh, Christine was saying this, I was like, yeah, most people like don't want to be hated. That's not like... I don't think she's going out of her way to be like, because she still will have opinions that like, you know, some people don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's definitely like less 
crazy. <laughs> she seems like she wants to be on the show. So I feel like she made amends to get back on, essentially. And so, like, when everyone was mad at her before, I, she was kind of mean. But now that she's, like, just, you know, trying to work with everyone, they're they're all fine with her again. I, I, I can't understate how funny I thought the conversation was when she brought Mary to her friends, her so-called friends listing. And, she, and the friend was like, you didn't give me enough time to just be alone in the house. That was... So no, that was funny. Ins- that was I mean that whole conversation, the back and <laughs> forth. Also, the thing that makes me think like, is this like obviously I, we talked about this earlier, but like I just don't understand how that conversation was real. But Mary's reactions to the whole thing were like my reaction. Like <laughs> they would, they both would say something, and Mary would be like, "Wait, what?" Like you, you could see her thinking like, "This is insane." Davina, this is the way, like, obviously, you don't talk to a client the way that Davina does. Like, she doesn't get it. It doesn't seem. Uh, I think she's really, so apparently she's like from German descent or she's born in Germany. Um, and so she's apparently she's very blunt. I read an interview with her and she, she just like, once she has one talking point, she doesn't deviate from it. Like, she doesn't understand how to like make this person feel better. She's just like pleading her case over and over yeah. again. She, <laughs> she doesn't care why you feel the way that you feel. She's like, okay, but yeah, <laughs> this is, this is what it is. Um, also the client seemed to be, she was wacky. I, yeah. She didn't seem like she wanted to be there. <laughs> no. Which I like, like, then why are you? I did like how, um, Mary got involved though. She was like trying to explain while she was there and she was clearly a little uncomfortable. And I, I related to that having a tough conversation, like a conflict like that at work is hard. I thought she actually navigated it pretty well. Yeah, I um, know. I think she did. And I think she kind of tried to referee cause she yeah. was like, this is not going anywhere. Um, but I, I also think she made like Davina feel like supported, but when they were leaving and Davina was like, she might, she might call us. You never know. And Mary's like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I basically like everyone more this season except for, Christine. for Christine who I yeah. somehow like less than ever. Um, the most confusing person on this show though this season is Micah the one who went on the date with Emma. Oh my gosh. Micah, I mean... his his Mezcal place has opened. We looked at his Instagram. He, I cannot figure out his last name. I'm a really good Googler and stalker and like I just I can't figure it out and he also makes it seem like he is tight with James Harden or something. And he might not even live in LA. He might live in Houston. No, he fully lives in Houston. It's not <laughs> my... He lives in Houston full-time. He might go to LA every once in a while. Um, based off his Instagram, I truly don't know who this person is. <laughs> I can't really tell either. It's it's really confusing. And he just like... He posts like all these like cool guy pictures... And uh, I don't, I don't really understand what else he does. Like, there's no other real estate indications. Like, she's like, I bet this developer, but there's no indication that he actually does that. No, there's one picture on his page that I saw of a house, and it just said, "Don't let anyone like deter you from your dreams" or something. That's all it said. Also on the website for Sagrado, which is his restaurant, uh, our kitchen menu rest. Our kitchen menu represents original recipes and authentic flavors from Oaxaca. We locally source our fresh ingredients through Atwater Farmer's Market in Los Angeles, California. And then he has Emma's Vegan Empanadas. That is not from the the Farmer's Market in Atwater Village. (laughs) It also could not be further from uh, Oaxacan cuisine. I don't even think empanadas are Mexican. I think they're from a different part of Latin America. 
empanadas. Um, I think they're in the Caribbean. Yeah, they're not like a, a native empanada, <laughs> not, not a native Mexican dish. Uh, it's actually... Oh, um, it says Spain. Yeah. And then I think it was, um, you know, part of like the colonialism made it to Latin America. But yeah. it is so embarrassing and also hilarious. I wonder if he added that because of Selling Sunset coming up. I mean, I, his Instagram is very confusing. He, I, I'm 99% sure he lives in Houston. He, his posts are very LA though. Like, you know how guys from LA post like only cool stuff. That's how his posts are. He's courtside a lot. He's friends with an enormous amount of athletes. I was just going to say, he's a real feet on the hardwood kind of guy. To, uh, yeah. Feet on the hardwood. only. <laughs> um, if he doesn't sit courtside, he's not posting that picture. So... Absolutely um, not. <laughs> so many pictures with athletes. It's like, it's so confusing. I don't... Also, I Like, is he a developer? I don't know. What does he actually do? I have no idea. If I, I knew truly. nothing about him, if I knew nothing about him and just saw his page, I would think that he works for like Adidas. <laughs> yeah. Or like, he's like a marketing person at an agency. Yeah. Yep. I mean, no, he's dressed way too nicely. <laughs> I don't get it. I really don't get it. But whatever. It's hilarious. I just find it shocking that I can't figure out his last name. And it's also not on the website of the of the restaurant. Like in the About Us, there's no person listed. There's no chef either. He also posted in Mutinate Yacht Club and uh, Bentley, Bentega, like... It's very expensive taste. Seems like a scammer or a fraud of some kind. <laughs> I'm just like, this can't be oh, real. Oh, wait, not a Bentayga, a Cullinan. What's that? Uh, Rolls Royce, which is even more expensive. Oh my God. Probably got it loaned for a day and just took a picture and posted it. I would like to know, Micah, what do you do for a living? Micah, get at us. I will say, if he has a legit job, like if he really is a developer, like he seemed harmless on the show. Yeah. Also, I thought she was overstating how cute he was, but that's okay. Every, to every, everyone's own. He is tall, it seems. Yes, that's true. And also, she seems tall as well. She does seem tall. I feel like guys that are over a certain height... I don't know what the height is. Over a certain height, like you don't have to be that good looking. It's true. You just get the benefit of, of your height. Yeah. S such an unfair world. People can't see you up there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we got five more episodes to go. We'll be back to recap those later in the week. Maybe some season-ending superlatives take stock of where we are with oh, all, yeah, of these, into that. all of these uh, storylines. Also, we got Heather's wedding to come, I'm pretty sure. And we'll see if we get the Jason and Chrishell breakup. Yeah, I would like to, next episode, for you to decide after we watch the rest of this, who would you want to be your real estate agent? Oh, wow. Okay, great. I'd like for you to decide as well. <laughs> um, thank you so much to Devin Manzi for producing this episode. And we'll be back on Monday. 